When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Good morning, everyone. Great to be with you this morning. I have a studio full with me, uh, Susan Riom, Kathy Talbot, sales reps with the Dan Jemis team. We have our special guest uh, in with us today with uh, uh, our featured business of the week, Dr. Brian Blake. Good morning, Dr. Blake. Good morning, guys. Yes, morning. He's, uh, this is his big, uh, his big radio debut. So we're going to get to that segment uh, in just a few minutes. But uh, we have um, lots to talk about on the show today, including our uh, yard sale, our huge indoor charity yard sale wrap-up. Uh, which was yesterday, and we're going to talk about uh, the 10 trends driving the next decade of home design, and we also have um, you know, some listings and some buyers to mention as well throughout the show, but our yard sale was yesterday. It was a that big day. Was, oh, it was the best day ever. It so was. exciting. It was by far, this was our third uh, indoor charity yard sale, and was by far <laughs> the most successful. Um, the crowds, I have to say, was it was quite funny. Um, yesterday... I go out to the driveway to see, you know, if people are, are starting to come in. In prior years, the um, the crowds start gathering, you know, quite a while before the uh, the yard mm. sale. Uh, and so the doors opened at 8.30. And um, I get out there around, I want to say it was probably 7.15. Uh, and the first set of people were standing in line. So I said, okay, this is good, which is about normal, about normal time for people to start lining up for our, our, our yard sales. So um, I go back out around 7.45, expecting a much larger crowd, and there was about five or six people. Oh, <laughs> so no. then I start panicking. <laughs> right? I was afraid to look okay. outside. I didn't yeah. even look. <laughs> then I start panicking, thinking, okay, we're in trouble. Um, so we have our big team meeting. We had you know 30 volunteers in the yard sales. So okay, we can do this. You know, big hurrah, hurrah. We're going to open the doors and I'm thinking, oh, please be more than six people <laughs> coming to this yard sale. And uh, don't we open the doors. The floodgates. Yeah. Well, I had went, uh, it was a quarter after eight. I went to look in the parking lot and I saw the parking lot was now filling up with cars. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, this is now I feel Positive better. Positive signs. But no, we opened the doors at 830 and I stood at the door and just greeted everybody and said hello. And it took, honestly, probably about 25 minutes for everyone to get in through the door. Mm -hmm. They just <laughs> it kept coming. Was yeah. insane. They yeah. just kept coming. Oh, And we were in a warehouse. We were in a warehouse. Yeah. It, we had a location twice as big as the uh, last two years. Mm -hmm. And people just kept flooding in. And I, I kept saying this to someone, people. I said, Where, where's everybody parking? Oh, they're up and down the streets and they're side streets. and they're, Yes. And they just they wouldn't stop coming in. Even with the big as that parking lot was, oh, they yeah. parked on the street. Oh, yeah. God. Well, oh, I went to leave. Yeah, I had to leave yesterday and I went to show a house and I saw people carrying things out and they were parked two streets <laughs> over. And I'm like, that's oh right, from our yard God. sale. It's two blocks over. Oh, yeah. 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 It Absolutely. Was insane. They were. It was insane. And and typically in, in years prior, we, it started quieting down around, you know, 11 o'clock and it would really die down. No, we were open until three o'clock. It was jammed until three o'clock. It was incredible. It was incredible. So a lot of money was raised. Uh, the tally will be announced. Uh, on next week's show, um, we are making the uh, the check presentation uh, to the Kiwanis Club of Windsor on Saturday night. 
So uh, we're very excited about that, uh, and uh, some good money was raised. We had so many of our show listeners come in and say hello. Yes. Uh, so hello to all the listeners uh, from the show that uh, listen on a weekly basis. We, we appreciate you listening, mm-hmm. and we appreciate you stopping in yesterday. Uh, and Kathy, you have a couple hellos you want to uh, mention? I have one hello this morning. One. Well, I have two, but uh, I just want to say good morning to Mary. I hope she's listening this morning. I love Mary. Uh, We sold her house on Longfellow in two days, and she was very nervous. It was a big move for her, and uh, she was crying at the end. So I hope you've got some rest now, Mary, and you've settled down a little bit. I'm very, very happy for you, and I loved working with you. I just loved it. It was multiple offers. Yes. It It can be stressful. It was very stressful, yes. But it, t- it was a happy ending. Yes, Perfect. it was. So it was Perfect. really, uh, really good. And I'm going to call you this week, Mary, and check in on you, see how you're doing. There you go. And I wanted to say good morning to Kara, who just had major, major surgery and still managed to make it to our yard sale. Um, yes. And I was really, really happy to uh, to see that she could come out and get out. Client of ours so That there. was really good, yeah. Uh, Sue, how about you? How's your uh, your week been? What's going on? Oh, it's been great. Really, really busy at work. Good things happening. And, yes. um But I do have to... I stand corrected on something. So, no, um, no, no, I'm sorry. Wait, okay. stop. Put the cameras stop on. The <laughs> stop the show. This is actually huge. So, okay, it's uh, not extremely work-related. However, um, it's regarding my dear friend, Paul Tigett. So, oh no, yeah, I'm sh- I-, I was waiting for this. Paul? Yeah. Okay. Me and Sue talk about Paul on the show, and I'm sh- we're going to be corrected. What yeah. is it? What is this, Sue? Um, yes, Paul listens every Sunday, and he, you know, his his boys listen because he gets up to milk the cows. Yes. Well, he does not uh, do the last <laughs> milking of the cows at eleven o'clock at night. He milks the cows at five, and I was wrong. So I have to be corrected. Okay. Did you seriously think five. he milked at eleven o'clock at night? <laughs> well, he used to tell. Oh, well, I'm going to tell you now how the story goes around. Okay, so um, Paul will come over every now and again and have a um, a pop with my husband. And that interpretation of pop is left to you. So um, he'll look at his clock and he'll go, "Timmy, Timmy, I gotta go. I I, I gotta go um, check on my cows." So it was like. I would automatically assume he's going to feed his cows at 11 o'clock at night. Or, I mean, milk his cows at 11 o'clock at night. Uh, You're a country girl. I know. You would think I would know that, but that's what always triggered that. So well, I was always thinking at 11 o'clock, that's what he was doing. What time is the first? It's got to be early, the first milking. It's got to oh, be. Five. Yeah, 5 a.m. Well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, so yeah, it's, you know, just a few hours later. Yeah. You're yeah. just actually a few hours, you know. I know. I know. Ahead. It's so actually... that's where I got thrown off of thinking 11 o'clock, that's where he was. But he was tending on his cows. You well, know you know what? Kudos to you, Sue, for admitting your mistake and uh thank you cat yes that's my friend that's what she does if you just do it more often on the team that'd be you know (laughs) once i make one dan i'll let you know oh yeah there you go good comeback great comeback yeah Yeah, well uh well good morning to paul and uh, we appreciate you listening as well so it's uh it's been quite the interesting week hasn't it yes multiple offers the market is still yeah just crazy yeah, never seen it. I've never seen it. And every realtor I talk to is saying the same thing. And we all line up outside for these offers and we chat about all our war yep. stories in real estate. And, and we and we keep starting to see the same realtors because yes. only one person can win on all these houses, right? So all of a sudden, oh yeah, there's John, there's Mary, there's yep. Paul. Oh, hi everybody. Are you at it again? <laughs> yes. We, we were talking about it this week um, because pe- we're just seeing ridiculous prices mm-hmm. for real estate right now. Yeah. People are paying... We're seeing 10, 15, 20, yeah. 30, 40, 50, 60,000 dollars. I know. Over asking a house uh, this past week, a hundred thousand dollars 
over asking. And then, you know, you'll, you'll drive down the street and you'll see the, the private sale just sitting there. <laughs> and you, you, how much money are they missing out on? They're missing out on so much money. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, don't have, they the don't have the exposure yeah, to reach, shame. Yep, to to reach right? like we yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's just been crazy. I've, we, you know, Kathy, you've been in this business for a couple months now and you've never yeah. seen it. <laughs> a couple of months. Isn't it something? A couple of months. You know what's something right? is when you know you're uh, presenting an offer, it's your listing, and you see the exact yes, you see the same realtor come to the table with the same client the third time. Yeah. I you know. know, and you just feel bad because of course it happens to us. It's happening to so many people, so yeah. many people, and you know the um, it's going so much over asking too because they're trying to enrich their offer when they have conditions. So it's it's a real. We'll get caught up though. We'll the, get caught up. The stress up and level is just to the max right now. For it's for very, for clients for buyers yep. right it's just because they're all antsy and they all want to jump but they need to jump right now yeah and it's just it's causing a big uh, it's causing an issue right now but mm-hmm. it'll uh, it'll regulate itself I think like so it does naturally right mm-hmm. but you know we uh, we talk about this market I mean we've heard about this in Toronto and different yep. places for years and I don't think we ever thought it would happen here mm-hmm. but uh, Dr Blake's brother was uh, visiting. Uh, for Easter. And did you hear what he was saying, Brian, about the real estate? He's in Boston, right? Or just outside? He is. Of- yeah, he works yeah. in Boston. Yeah. And the real estate stories he were telling me were blowing hours out of the water. Like they're into the million dollar, one and two million dollar properties and, and people can't find anything. So they're renting a 300 square foot. Now think about that. 300 <laughs> square foot apartment yeah. for what did he say? Um, $900. Oh, wow. oh, it was over that. Yeah. It was, it was over $900 a month. It was, it was literally like a little cupboard in the corner, a oh bed, a chair, and that's it. And that's all perfect. they can find. Yeah. Uh, and then they, he said they were making, they were building, constructing that building and they were calling it micro. Well, so they, they, they had to get a special condition to make the apartments below 500 square feet. That was uninhabitable. <laughs> so they're called micro apartments. And uh, he yes. says they're about 300 wow. square feet. They take they're an apartment, selling, cut it in half, and they're selling for and double the rent. Huge, huge, yeah. huge money. Well, we, we say this because you see Toronto. You know they're they're selling a hundred thousand dollars over asking. But think about that on a million dollar property, a hundred thousand dollars over asking is ten percent. Mm-hmm. Here we're seeing twenty, thirty percent over asking. Yeah, that's true. It's all pricing. relative. Yeah, right. It's mm-hmm. it's reached very, very weird levels. Yeah, it's strange. Okay, when we get back, we're going to get to our uh, featured business of the week segment with Dr. Brian Blake. That's me. The okay. infamous the Dr. On. Blake. That's yes. why I'm here. Oh, yes. That's why you're here. <laughs> Did you think you were just here to visit? Yeah. I thought I would just contribute to the conversation. Yeah. In well, fact, you were. we were hoping you were, you were yeah. bringing breakfast. I mean, that's one of your talents. Holy <laughs> okay, so lots more to come right after this on the Dan Gemmis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. It's time for our featured business of the week. And the featured business of the week segment is brought to you by Doobie's Home Center, your flooring, paint, and window covering store serving all of Windsor and Essex County. Located at 269 Ramsey Street in Amherstburg and now open longer on Saturdays from 9 to 4 p.m. Stop in or call the store at 519-736-4021 for your free home consultation today. And you can also find them online at doobies.ca. So our guest today for our featured business of the week is Dr. Brian Blake, an optometrist. How are you, Dr. Blake? I'm doing well. How are you, Dan? I'm doing very good. So tell us about yourself. Well, I'm an optometrist in Windsor and I've been practicing 
for about 18 years now. I'm getting pretty good at it. All that practice. <laughs> it's early. Forgive me. You're not very good at much. No. So I'm, I'm happy that you know. At least yeah. he can check your eyes. Yeah, it's something that you can do. And we'll t- we'll get back to that in a second. But keep going. Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, I, I I offer a full scope practice. I see anywhere from two week olds to to hundred year olds, and um, I really enjoy what I do. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and your office is out on uh, Howard. Howard Avenue, yes. What's the address yeah. down Howard? It's 2629 Howard at okay. the corner of McDougal and Howard. Yes, yes, yes. And the same plaza as uh, RBC there. Yes. On, uh, on Howard, yeah. right? Yeah, next to Cosmo Prof. There you go. Yep. Um, and so you've been doing this, obviously, for 18 years, so you've been doing it a while. Um, and you studied, you didn't study here, you studied... Uh, uh, in Boston. You're American, yeah. Yep. Which, yep. Uh, yep. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so... Um, and, and we joke because uh, for people who don't know the the relation, uh, Brian is um, Kathy's son-in-law, and so we him and I have this rivalry going because Brian is um, he's multi-talented. He's multi-talented. Yeah. Oh, okay. God, I wasn't sure what's coming out next. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, you, know, you never know. Brian is, and then names. a pause. I wasn't yes. sure. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and so, you know, we're, we're all kind of family because I'm related to Kath uh, through marriage, and so we're all kind of related. But um, Brian is known to be good at a couple of different things. Everything. Everything. I have a few hobbies. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> and I hate it. But we brought you on the show anyways. That's why I yes. came down. No, because... no, I'm, uh, I'm kidding. So how did your interest in optometry start? Uh, you know, I, I was really always interested in medicine, and I wanted to be a pediatrician, and uh, I worked at hospitals and did different things, and I just thought, you know, I, I I wanted a home life, and I thought, you know, pediatrics, as rewarding as it would be, it would also be very challenging, and, you know, some days wouldn't go so well, and yeah. I just didn't think that I would could see myself doing that. I, I wanted a rewarding job that um, would allow me to not be on call and not have any, you know, major uh, you know, for cases. Yeah. So I was at my optometrist getting my regular eye exam, and I thought, hey, this guy's a doctor. He gets to <laughs> he gets to play with really cool equipment and, you know, have new things and yeah. do medical things. And um, I, so I just, at the last minute, I, I pulled my application for medical school and applied to optometry school and uh, got a job working at an optical store to help pay, pay tuition. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah, I just really love that I I have a lot of patient care and uh, it can be very medical, very challenging at times, but in, and very rewarding most of the time. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of upsides to it and very very few bad, difficult cases I come across. How have you seen the business change in the last eighteen years? It's changed a lot, particularly in Ontario, um, where I graduated. I in the states, <clears throat> there was a, a lot more medical optometry. I actually worked at a hospital for a few of my a few uh, years, mm-hmm. and um, you know when I came here, we couldn't even prescribe eye drops, and wow. so, so so we we worked with legislation and got some things changed, and so it's uh, it's it's much more medically oriented now, where we can treat and manage a lot of diseases. Um, so that's really in, improved and, and widened the scope of practice, which I really enjoy. How often should someone get an exam? It depends on the person and, and what their risk factors would be, but I would say at the minimum every every two years, even if you have good vision, it's not just about seeing well. There's also sure. a, a large health component that we look for um, to as often as every few months if you're a diabetic that's in trouble. Uh, uh, what is the earliest age? I was just going to ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I've seen two-week-olds with eye infections. Um, Generally, we like to see the first patient between 6 and 12 months because it's not unusual for their mm-hmm. children to have crossed eyes at 3 or 4 months. Yeah. <clears throat> and a lot of people get nervous about that. But 
Usually by six months, the brain has kind of figured out that if I use both eyes together, that I don't see double anymore. And yeah. So, so usually around six to eight months for sure. Just a quick checkup. You know, it's, it's, it's not a lot we can do at the six-month check, but we can check for the basics. And then for sure before they start school. Um, you have quite a few tools at your disposal in your office because I've, I've been there. You know, we, we, the whole family goes to see uh, Dr. Brian Blake. But tell us about some of the tools that you have access to. Well, that is part of what I like about my job is there's a lot of technology. Every mm-hmm. year there's... <clears throat> Our new new things to to test with. Uh, we bought a retinal camera that allows us to take pictures of the back of your eyes, and that's really I think brought to the practice a little more education as to what we can do, and you know how how looking in the back of your eye can show us whether there's diabetes or blood pressure, tumors or cancers, and uh, being able to show you a picture of your eye on the screen and explain to you what's good or what concerns me uh, really has helped to educate patients on the medical side of the exam, and it's not just about getting you new glasses. But the most recent purchase I bought it was a, uh, it's a 3D laser scanner that does 10,000 scans with a laser in three seconds, and that helps me to make diagnosis, early diagnosis, of diseases like macular degeneration and diabetic changes, <clears throat> as well as to measure in very good detail nerve changes for patients that have glaucoma. Now that we're oh. responsible for following and treating those types of things, it's allowing for detection years before the other equipment would uh, allow for changes. Unbelievable. Are there any myths that we often hear out there about vision? Um, and Kath had a good question. Go ahead, Kath. No, I was just teasing him, but yeah. I, I asked if carrots really do. All my life I heard, yeah. you know, you got to eat carrots. Yeah, it makes kid, yeah. your eyesight better. I, I wanted to ask him if that was really true. Um, it, it's not a bad thing to eat carrots. They do have vitamin A, which is helpful for the retina. But more studies have shown that lutein tends to be a better molecule. And uh, so probably the new thing would be to eat your, your red peppers or your orange peppers. Oh, <laughs> shoot. That's my yes. least favorite vegetable. Really? Oh, yes. we love I love peppers. Oh, yes. shoot. Yes. Any, any other big myths? out there that people often uh, think about eyesight. What, what about um, watching TV late at night with lights out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's not harmful for your eye. It's just a little tough on, on your poor pupil. The problem with that is you're, you're watching TV and it's a nice dark scene and yeah. then, the, then the next day it's morning time and, and it's bright. And so the, uh-huh. the, the, the quick change from light to dark can be a little difficult on the eyes where a background light would kind of mitigate that or reduce that. Oh, cool. Hey, listen, if people want to come see you, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, again, give us your address once again. Sure. It's uh, 2629 Howard Avenue. Uh, that's right in Windsor at McDougall and Howard. Phone number is 519-250-5448. Or you can check out the website at www.drdrblake.ca. Was good at radio too. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> I've been working on my radio voice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and don't forget to tell people you sell some beautiful frames. You got some awesome frames there. So it's one stop shopping. Yeah, yeah. Well, we try to we try to take care of everything. You know, we 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 live all ages and we try to make your life easier from glasses to contact lenses to specialty lenses. And uh we do sell a lot of uh, nutritional supplements as well. Again, there's, there's there's a role for that as well. But uh, there's there's a lot 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 going on. It's always sure an evolving is. an evolving area. That's which awesome. is interesting. That's fantastic. Hey, listen, stick around with us. We'll 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 keep him on the show a little bit longer. Perfect, he's, sure. he's good in radio. Okay, <laughs> lots more to come right after this on the Dan Gemma's Real Estate Show. 
your living room transformed by a vibrant new color. It's natural light filtered through a striking set of stylish new window coverings. Watch Doobie's Home Center bring your design ideas to life with the industry's top brands and over 70 years of experience. Doobie's Home Center features designer window coverings from Hunter Douglas and Level Orb Lines. Sleek and modern flooring options in paint delivered to anywhere in Windsor, Essex at no cost. Doobie's Home Center, 269 Ramsey Street in Amherstburg and online at dubys.ca. Do you ever wonder if you've made the right decisions buying a home? Are you in the right mortgage product? Should you spend that extra money on home renovations? I just needed some advice, and I figured I would just come straight to the source. Well, you happen to be in the right place for all the best advice. Thank you so much. You give people such awesome advice. You're listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show. In studio with me today, Kathy Talbot, Susan Riem, sales reps with the uh, Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. And we also have Dr. Brian Blake, our, our guest from the uh, featured uh, business of the week. We just, we just invited him to stay because, well, he knows Why not? things. <laughs> so <laughs> our next segment is 10 Trends Driving the Next Decade of Home Design. Now, in Windsor-Essex, we, we, have, we have some homes that are, uh, you know, we have a lot of home building happening right now mm-hmm. it's been uh mm-hmm. it's been a, a, a hot market for the uh, new construction industry because people can't find resale homes mm-hmm. so that's been uh, driving that end of things so uh some some trends driving the next decade of home design so here we go number one star uh, smarter homes this is a big one uh technology will become more pre- uh, prevalent in the operation of homes including uh automated controls for temperature security and lighting mm-hmm. now um Dr. Brian, I'm sure you have some automation in your home because I know I have some. Yes, I do. And you like yep, to outdo yep. me. <laughs> Someone's got to show you what's new yeah. in there. <laughs> what do you have? I think the, the biggest thing I have, you know, just some cameras and uh, and control of my thermostat, which I find really helpful. I you know, bet. Yeah. Yep. So. We can control our security system via mm-hmm. our phones, mm-hmm. um, you know, our TVs, our like our, our receivers. Yep. It's pretty... Uh, it's it's getting Pretty there slick. soon enough. Like lights, you can do like uh, the Philips yep. hues and that kind of thing with uh, with automation. Is all kinds of things. It's scary but cool all at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Uh, next, healthier homes. Consumers are becoming more aware of environmental issues uh, that will likely lead to greater use of low or no volatile organic compounds of paint and composite wood, natural fiber upholstery, carpets without uh, polyvinyl chloride backing, mm-hmm. and air purification systems. That's a big thing right now too. Oh yeah, with the VOCs yeah. and all of uh, people's allergies, yes. you know, and big. some there's some people I know. I remember the client uh, you had, Kathy, before that uh, came into town and they couldn't look at any homes that had any pet dander. Yep. Yeah, oh, it's so. it's a big thing. Yeah. You know, um, I know in the in the paint business now, and uh, and with with doobies, what they do is a lot of the paints have no VOCs, mm-hmm. but then you start getting into the colorant, and if you mm-hmm. start you know coloring your paint. Well, then the color in itself has VOCs, but mm-hmm. you know the the product and the technology with paint has really improved over the years, and and they've been able to take the VOCs out of the paint itself. Mm-hmm. But when you start adding color, so if you have really dark walls, you'll have extra VOCs. The so everybody should just have just white, white white houses. White houses. <laughs> hmm. I don't think Mona would like that. I, you know what? And and Mona and I were were, were laughing um, because what was I think it's uh, I forget which 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 paint maker, but. Their color of the year this year for 2016 is white. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she loves a white, white kitchen. Yeah. Oh, I love a white kitchen. Yeah. I do. 
But I showed a house the other day and the entire house was white. Yeah. Like mm. freshly painted, every room. And to me, it's blah. it just yeah. needed some color to make it pop, make the kitchen cupboard stand out, all kinds of stuff, right? But I will say it was very clean looking. And the young lady said to me, it's a clean slate. Yes. Like I can do whatever I want on this. I don't have to get rid of dark reds and dark. But the glare on your eyes, right, Doctor Brett Blake? <laughs> well, you should you should wear your sunglasses it's if right. it's an all white house. Yes. <laughs> right from the doctor. Um, and, and what people don't realize is there's six million different shades of white. There's not just That's a white, isn't that right? Funny. You've got you'll have a little bit of a of a gray tint into your in your white, or a little bit of a you know, egg red shell. Tint. Just, just and, a, yeah, just oh, a that's bit. an old. That's it's probably crazy. an old fashioned color. Oh yeah, probably isn't any eggshell anymore. At, at Dewey's, they have a, a flyer. Oh, oh, it's a white color flyer, and it has a good dozen or two dozen different whites. Oh, so my you gotta God. start comparing. <laughs> which, oh yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Uh, next, we have disaster proof. Homeowners will call for homes that can hold up better against natural disasters, which may mean elevating residences, windows, and impact glazing, dedicated safe rooms, uh, and backup power generation. Now, so you have a safe room, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure, Dan. <laughs> yes, of course I do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When I start yelling, Tim runs there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy, Tim. And we're going to get to that again later. Yes. On. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. We don't have. Uh, we're not prone to disasters here, but well, uh, energy next is energy f- efficiency. Sustainable design elements that increase a home's energy efficiency, such as solar panels. Water reclamation systems and tankless water heaters will likely grow in demand. And we're seeing a lot of tankless water uh, heaters oh, yes. here sure. in yep. Windsor-Essex. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a big thing. Solar panels, we've, we've been starting to watch yep. pop up. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think it's slowed down a little bit since the, uh, since the, uh, the prices have come down from the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we, we saw quite a few you know, popping up um, on, on those 20-year contracts. So this started about, what, five years ago, the solar panels, I think? Yeah, right. I think more rural farm, you know, yes. it's a lot um, more I prevalent. See, I see some on subdivision houses. Oh no, we're yeah, we're seeing them pop I, up still. I yeah. think they're ugly. Well, they're not the prettiest thing, yeah. but they're making money. They're meant to, yeah. They're not meant for for right. aesthetics. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, I'm all about aesthetics. What was the thing on there about water? Uh, water reclamation systems. Which is what? Uh, Brian. <laughs> well. <it's>, uh, <laughs> It has to do with gray water. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, what else do we have on the list? <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew we'd get to bathrooms again somehow in all of this. Well, okay. Uh, okay, number five. That's why we invited Brian to stay. Uh, age in place. So universal design elements will grow in popularity to help an aging population stay in their homes longer. Sure. This is a big one. Mm-hmm. These design elements will likely include uh, wider hallways added handrails and one level uh, living spaces. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Windsor-Essex is, you know, there's a large aging population in Windsor-Essex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so... I prefer to call them the baby boomers. The baby boomers, yeah. <laughs> it it's, a, it's a big population. So yeah. And so, you know, how often are we selling homes now? Oh, to... lots of people looking mm-hmm. for no stairs. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. Yeah. No stairs. Wider hallways is another big yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and again, you'll have... Uh, some some bathrooms that are uh, mm-hmm. accessible, so they'll have the bars mm-hmm. uh, in the bathtub mm-hmm. or you know uh, just in the washroom itself. Well, that's so, why we we built our home as a ranch for that reason. Yeah, you know that's our that's our final home, and we just yeah. want to be able to stay there as long as we can. Yeah, it's it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. Uh, next, uh, all about the kitchen. Kitchens will be the focal point of the home, fueled by open design concepts that allow it to stay 
front and center. Kitchens have been the focal point of a home for a long time oh, now. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. big selling part. Yeah, selling and feature. I think uh, open concepts, uh, they're huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what people want. Um, we still have a few people that, that would rather not have an open concept, right. but for the most part, I think open concept's pretty big. Yeah. Well, it's a gathering place, right? Yeah. It's always, yeah. You know, the islands with the mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the stools or, or whatnot, mm-hmm. and it's, it's pretty huge. Um, when we bought our home, or when we built it, uh, the big trend... Uh, at the time was the island in a different color. Yes. <laughs> that, yeah. I, I've told the story in the air before. And I'll never forget, uh, it was about that time, right before we started building, that I was showing a client a new a new home. <laughs> and uh, we're walking throughout the house and the client looks back and says, Dan, I think they made a mistake. I said, what? <laughs> I look back. I'm like, oh my. <laughs> and the island was a, was a dark brown and, and the cabinets were, were white um, or cream. And I remember thinking, uh, and I actually called the realtor at the time and said, um, does your builder realize that oh the cabinets God. are a different color? And unbeknownst to me, it's a new trend that was starting at the time. It was brand new. And uh, he's like, yeah, it's actually this, this the up, the most up and coming thing. I said, okay. <laughs> I tell the, the buyer and like, okay, whatever. Well, so we build our house a year later and you know, what, what are we convinced to do by, you know, our, our, our designer? And I did not want to do it. It, it took everything. But Nikki wanted it, and that's what we got. So, uh, you know, our island is a dark brown, and our cabinets are cream-colored, and, you know. It looks beautiful. It is. It actually looks very, very very nice. Well, I'm now told by Monica, our home stager, that that's actually, the trend is over. (laughs) Oh, no. It's heading back out the other way. Well, that's why I waited to do something with my kitchen. (laughs) It was a nice, you know, couple year trend. trend. I'm happy I jumped on it. And, uh, you know. Does that mean you have to sell now, Dan? Yes, I guess so. It's the time to sell. The market's hot. Um, you know, everyone's always surprised that, you know, you haven't sold your house. You've been there four years. I said, I know. It's, mm-hmm. We're going to be there for a while longer, I think. You should never say never. Well, never it's perfect for the kids. It's a great location for your kids. Yes. Oh, the neighborhood's fantastic. Yep. We love our neighborhood. Our neighbors do, are awesome. Do they say the um, same about you, Dan? No. No. But that's okay. <laughs> they like Nikki and the kids, though. Yes. yes. They love so. Nikki and the kids, yeah. <laughs> and just wait. Give it to, when's the next baby? Or, uh, the 15th of April. Wait till then when there's a crime baby. And True. see how much they love us. But uh, no, they'll, uh, neighbors are already fighting over who's going to be washing the kids. And oh, it'll be that's great. Nice. Uh, next, uh, outdoor living spaces. More homeowners will look yeah. to invest in sprucing up their outdoor living spaces beyond just outdoor grills or decks. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, look for the homeowners adding outdoor kitchens and fully furnished outdoor rooms. And some people add observatories. Yep. Uh, uh, who hmm. would do that? Do you know that? Dr. Brian Blake. Oh, well. Here he is, yes. Isn't that standard issue these days? Well. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to look at the stars without your observatory? You're absolutely right. It's, you know. <sighs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You're making fun of me now. No. 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 <laughs> you know, I got it. another funny story because it it's the day of funny stories. When Brian built this, this observatory in the backyard, I'll never forget. He had just, just finished it. And it was dark out, and Nick and I go over, and uh, he's like, well, come out and see this thing. I say, okay, not a problem. Get our shoes on, and Nick and I go out. We get to the, the first part of this, you know, what looks like from the outside at night, looks like a shed. Looks like a, you know, like, like, a a little, fancy, like a little fancy, fancy little outbuilding. Like, like, yeah. outbuilding. Okay, not a problem. Open the door. We open the door, and we get into the first part, and up a couple of stairs. And then he shows us this little, the main room, which has his computer and whatever, whatnot, and it's a... Uh, do what he does. I look at things. You're describing it pretty well there, yes. man. And then we, we Very step, detailed. We step, we step foot into the next room and you see the telescope 
and wait oh the roof comes off yeah so he starts yeah. rolling the roof off and i'm like holy cow what in the world and so he's like oh yeah we're not done we're, we're still we're continuing this tour okay not a problem go through the other part of the thing and again the other side the whole roof comes off again i said okay who in the world built this oh wait Take a guess who built this whole thing? <laughs> yes, Dr. Designed Brian Designed and built it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's an architect and a <laughs> and a stargazer. And a stargazer. I couldn't find one of those at the store, so I had to make yes. my own. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Fisher Price doesn't make these things like really. Could <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty outstanding. It's pretty amazing. It is. We all fight to get in there when we uh, when we're over. Uh, next, smaller but better designed homes. As homeowners demand to be closer to jobs and public transportation. Architects will have to build in more accessible locations that are typically more pricey. This will likely bring about smaller but more innovative designs and more personalized design features. Hmm. Self-explanatory. Next, urban influence. With growing calls for an urban lifestyle with younger adults, architects will adopt some of these urban characteristics into their projects, such as with focused on higher density development that offer more uh, amenities to residents and offer closer to commercial properties. So people just want to be closer to everything, right? Yeah, because as, everybody's in a hurry. Well, and, and as we're sprawling out, right, we're mm-hmm. getting further and further from everything, and you have some people who want that and others who don't necessarily want that. But right. How often do we get people call us and say, oh, I only want to be 15 minutes yep. from the magic number. Windsor. Yep. Yeah, I only want to be 15 minutes, but I want all of this, but yep. I only want to be 15 minutes. That or you hear half hour. Half hour, which really is anywhere in Windsor-Essex, yeah. if you think about it. Yeah, but then you try to take them out a little yeah. bit into the mm-hmm. county and they have a fit and say, oh my gosh, this is just too far. It's just mm-hmm. funny. Everybody's mm-hmm. different. And we have our folks that come from like the, the, the big cities, the Toronto's, and that are stuck in traffic for 15 mm-hmm. hours a day. Yes. And they get here, and you're like, yeah, but it's, you know, you, you, you want to live out, you know, that way, but it's it's about a half hour drive. It's like half hour. That's nothing. We're usually sitting in traffic for right. free. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> for three hours. Yes. We'll take a half hour. Not a big deal. But there you go. Those are 10 trends driving the next decade of home design. Huh? Interesting. Lots more to come. When we come back, we're going to cover some uh, some listings, uh, some buyer wants and needs. We're going to tell you about uh, you know five reasons to choose quartz for your kitchen counters. This was a, a story I was going to do uh, last week, um, but we ran out of time. So we'll cover that uh, today as well, okay? Lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the largest real estate team in Windsor, Essex, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. Uh, We have some uh, listings to mention. Sue? Yep, I have a new listing coming up, uh, 275 Sullivan in Amherstburg this week. Yeah, um, really nice raised ranch, uh, good size, great location in town. And Amherstburg, as we know, um, is always pretty pretty hopping. Um, And that's going to be listed at 214.9, so three-bedroom, lower levels finished. Okay. Um, Yeah, and um, I'm going to see another home in Gulfview. Okay. Um, So, again, popular... um, um, Amherstburg location as well. Oh, so, Amherstburg. Amherstburg's hot. Today, yeah. Yep. And um, Central. Um, I listed a really great uh, duplex. And boy, I tell you, um, this on has been... On Central and Windsor? On yeah. Central and Windsor. Um, it has been... Um, really done to the nines it's just beautiful the upper and the lower unit um and really well cared for a separate um 
separate furnace, separate AC, all the great things nice. that you'd be expecting. And from the showings and the feedback that we're getting from other realtors, they are so impressed because sometimes when you get tenanted properties, yep. there's not the same level of care, yep. um, but not at all with this. But this one is going to go fast. Um, so if, if you're looking for a duplex, whether or not you want to be owner-occupied and a tenant, um, yeah, um, 184.9. So great awesome. listing. Yep. Cool. Anything yeah, else yeah. To, to mention? Um, no, mm-hmm. I'll give Cass some time. Um, maybe. Yeah. Or we, some buyers. Kathy's. Yeah. We need uh, uh, some listings. Eh? And we have buyers looking for specific things, Kath? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> good work, Kath. Good work. My poor little buyers, they're all, they're all so frustrated. Yeah. Uh, I have two or three first-time buyers and uh, one of them is looking in LaSalle, Amherstburg, up to 300. You think yeah. we could find something really mm-hmm. nice for them, but it's been really difficult. And I have um, uh, I have another uh, middle-aged couple that are retiring, and they want all one floor, yep. and mm-hmm. they only want Amherstburg. So I mm-hmm. wish your new listing in Amherstburg was a ranch, Sue, but it's a raised ranch. I'll so work that on isn't- Oh, we're going to get another on one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thank okay. you. Or just chop that other Anyone floor listening? down, drop it yeah. down, yeah. you know. Yeah. We have a couple buyers looking for the Longfellow area. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Windsor, South Windsor. yes. Yeah. Uh, I did find something for my one lady, thank the Lord, yeah. and that was a big multiple offer yeah. uh, situation yeah. Yeah. as well. Yeah. But I do have two other people looking in South Windsor. Um, one, actually, LaSalle or South Windsor, up to 400, and we mm-hmm. still can't find anything. Jeez Louise. So that's good. And I'm going on three market evaluations today and tomorrow. So I've got some hot new listings coming up there. Good. good. Um, just give you a little sneak preview on those. One's in Tecumseh, one's in Bell River, and one's in East Windsor. So okay. those are going to be good. I'll talk Fantastic. about those next Sunday. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Sue, before we uh, wrap up the show, you had you had an idea for a new segment. Well, yes, actually. I, um, I think we should uh, have a new segment called uh, Tim Time. Because my husband, um, <laughs> yes, which is, um, uh, you've probably heard on the show, uh, we're going to be very fortunate. He's going to be joining our team in the next couple of weeks. Yes. Um, and as much as uh, he's just a lot of work sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay, he's so, the same thing about you. So I know. strange. Well, let me get back to my Tim time. Yes. So um, he's really had, uh, he's been able to bring um, a story to the show pretty much every week for both the last uh, few weeks. The first one is um, he was in a hurry, uh, wanted yeah. to uh, get to the arena and yes. uh, turn the truck around and backed right into his daughter's car. Yes. So that was, um, yeah, that was two repairs. Uh, one to the truck and <laughs> one to the car. Um, and uh then, oh, the other one was I was uh, coming home from showing homes and he had put some dinner in the oven and uh, he had what we call a hand nap um, in our house. So um, I walked in and there was smoke um, in the house. I know, Kath. I know. And I love so, food. Yeah. Smoke food's delicious, yes. <laughs> Good job, yes. <laughs> I got home uh, 40 minutes earlier than I thought I was going to be home and thank goodness I did. So I walked in and it wasn't so much upsetting about, you know, my dinner was burned in the <laughs> oven. But anyway, um, just, you know, what could have obviously happened. So then I'm yelling, Tim, Tim, and he wasn't waking up. So I'm getting more hysterical, right? <laughs> Worried because um, had I not been yelling. Um, <laughs> anyway, so and then, um, wait, there's one more. This is why we need a segment. Um, yes, he was play- taking his phone out of the otter box by the kitchen sink and how many times do we tell people don't play with things by the sink and there was water in the sink it was water in the sink oh. and flippy 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 oh, it went sick. over the back of the yeah of the taps and into the sink but he got it fixed didn't he yep yes yeah but wait no there's one oh. more yeah so like we're like a little the show one. folks so there was easter as you know yes. uh, um last uh, weekend 
So, um, like any 50-plus-year-old man, he put a couple little mini chocolate bars in his pocket at work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, he went to pull out his phone, and the caramel one melted on his phone. Oh, so, no. yeah. So, I think, because Tim is going to be a part of our team, that we could possibly, quite likely, have uh, Tim time to talk about what the, did Tim do this week. This is why he was begging us for a job. He needs more money to pay for, I know. for all these things. I told him, I said, baby pants, you're getting pretty expensive. Oh. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but he wishes he hadn't retired from gym, from I, GM, right? Yeah. Oh well. So anyway. Cool. Okay, That's let's uh, let's take a quick break. We're up the show right after this. Okay, lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Is it time to buy that income property, or maybe even that cottage? The Dan Jemis Real Estate Show is here to help make those decisions. Welcome back to the show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. It was a great show today. Sue cannot go home, unfortunately. She's been... Locked out of the house. That's right. I'm going over to the observatory. Brian's locked <laughs> Should have made sure Tim was not listening to the show. He mentioned that segment. Uh, guess, Kath. Oh, I just want to know oh. if I, I want to know if Dr. Blake's wife was up listening this morning. Um, I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it too. Probably because she knows we tape it and she knows that we videotape it, and she'll like, I'm just, I'm sleeping in. I'll watch it later. Well, she got up doing. early yesterday morning to help at the yard sale, so yeah. two mornings yes. in a row would be hard there for her. You go. Yes. Well, thank you, Dr. Brian Blake, for uh, stopping in the show today. You can uh, go visit him at his uh, his store, his uh, his store. It's not really a store. It's, well, it's kind of it's a store. an office. Store. And Devon his Plaza, office. right? Yeah, Devon, Devon, Plaza. Devon Plaza. Very easy to find. Yes, fantastic. And uh, highly recommended. So thank well, you for joining us. Thank you for having me. We'll be having you again. Great. And don't forget, if you're thinking of buying or selling a home, the Dan Jemis team would love to help. Visit us online, danjemis.com. That's G-E-M as in Mary U-S dot com. You can call our office seven days a week, 519-566-5565. Ten seconds left, girls. Anything to say? Have a great week, everybody. Yes. See you next weekend. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the uh, the snow. <laughs> oh. Well, the daffodils <laughs> are out. Daffodils are out. Daffodils oh. and, yeah. Make All right, everybody. Trees. We will see you next week. Oh, and I should say, Blimey's British Store and Gift Shop is on with us next week as, the, um, as our guest for the featured business of the week. We'll talk to them. All right. See you, everybody. See you next week. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. If you've thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.